to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. I'm back with Christina and Javier Yerena, and they're still sharing about their amazing book and all of the awesome things that you can use to help in your daily life. So let's take a moment out and I'll be back with Christina and Javier. marriage and um all the data says obviously right like if you prepare if you actually go on a retreat or if you do anything like right. a basic assessment we do this like prepare and rich assessment which is really awesome and just gives you like okay what are my what are our strengths what are our challenges like gives you kind of the narrative of your relationship right the themes and my whole thing is that i don't think those themes change like i think that once the relationship is born like we call them potholes sometimes like we have certain issues that we argue about right like if it's money if it's the in-laws if it's the holiday whatever it is right there's certain things that are always a more challenging area like for us our strengths have a lot to do with our faith how we raise our kids, like our parenting philosophies. Those are some of our strengths, but we always are going to have these other challenge areas. And so the reason why we want to do the book about healing things before it begins is that you're really setting up your trajectory as a couple to work and heal together, even before you actually go through any sort of ceremony, whether it be civil or religious. Right. And and it's so important to kind of have a clue what you're getting into. And I don't just mean like legally and financially. I mean, like, what are we walking into eyes wide open about what are we giving to each other? And Javi made a beautiful point earlier about how he feels, you know, that his mission or his role as a husband is to lift his spouse up. And he does that. And that is something that is an innate strength of him. And so how do we leverage that in our marriage, right? How do we leverage the good points to overcome? Um, and that's, that's what we felt compelled because what happens is, as you know, people don't talk about, you know, how do you deal with a credit card balance or how do you right. celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve or Christmas right. day or, or do you believe in God? Sometimes they don't, or would yeah. you adopt? Right. right. You know, right. Do you believe in possibly adopting foster child? Like you know, what's your take on that? And then all of a sudden you're in this relationship or marriage five, seven, 10 years down the line. And you're like, what? That's not, that's not good. Right. We don't want right. right. I think that's what it is. It's a lot of, a lot of couples. It, we, we go through the, Oh my gosh, he's cute. I'm in love. And then it never goes to, Hey, you know what? He never wanted to have kids and he expects me to be at stay at home when I was in college and had a career path and I was working toward being a doctor and now it's like people are confused and this is when the arguments ensue. So I I totally I totally get it. I totally get it. But you said something in a book about being patient with ourselves, because I know a lot of times we want to point fingers at other people. It's like, it's your fault. It's your fault. You did this mm -hmm. and you did that. 
and we never kind of look at ourselves so can you get into that a little bit yeah absolutely i one of the uh one of the biggest gifts uh that my my marriage has given me is being open i mean i think christina knows everything about my life my fears <laughs> my my worries my doubts she knows everything there's no there's nothing that i haven't shared with her and i think that's the beauty of having uh a, you know a good foundation for your marriage is really be open we see so many couples that the other day we were doing a workshop and we we talk to couples that are like, well, I, I went through, my parents got divorced and I went through a, a lot of pain and, and I don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about those mm. things. And it's so important to talk about those things. And that's why the book talks about healing, uh, healing your marriage before it begins. You need to be open. It is going to be painful, but you need to reflect and have that communication open. We see so many couples that get into their marriage with dead. And as soon as they come back from the honeymoon, they're like, Hey, guess what, honey? I, I have a hundred thousand dollars in debt. So you tell me how we're going to deal with that. And that's when the problems appear. So what if you have that communication, open communication and be open without really thinking that your spouse is going to judge you. Another exercise that we do that is very powerful is having a dreaming exercise where you dream where you want your marriage to be four years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and really come together. You can do it separately. And then you come together as one to really unify that dream into one. And when you, when we see couples going through this exercise, there's so many things that come out. They're like, Oh, I, I didn't know you wanted to get your master's mm -hmm. degree. I didn't know you wanted to, uh, take a trip to Europe. And I think that's so important because those things are going to come out because some couples get um, married and they are hoping or they are depending or they're waiting for expectations that would never happen. And that's when the, the problem appears, right? Yeah. And to speak to your, you know, your whole um, inquiry around patience, I think, you know, I am not, and we joke about, I am not the most patient person. Okay. I definitely struggle in that area. I've definitely had to learn to become more patient um, as a wife and also as a parent, which is a whole nother, right? That's a whole nother bag of tricks. But, <laughs> but I think that patience is kind of like your secret weapon um, in the most benevolent sense, right? In your relationship, in your marriage, because for me, it's about boundaries, about healthy boundaries. Like I have had to work a lot. Um, there's a lot of alcoholism in my family. So I've had to really work on having healthy boundaries in all my relationships, including my marriage and not really um, just falling for some codependent patterns with Javi. And, um, you know, I, I, I have to check myself, you know, continually. I mean, certain, certain times are, are better than others, but what I've realized in that self-reflection is that when I am clear on my own boundaries, I'm usually more patient with myself 
and I take care of myself and I understand I'm doing the best I can. I'm learning as fast as I can. You know, I, I kind of turn down that dial of self-critique or noise. And so that allows me to be more patient with Javi, right? So it's very much like this direct mirror or like parallel um, process of like, how can I extend patience to him if I am not giving grace, right, or patience to myself? And um, so I, I think it, I think it's a tough one because sometimes we get worn down. I mean, it's like the same argument or the same thing. I mean, we, we, we have hit those potholes. We have hit those, you know, burdens and they feel sometimes too much, right? Too much. But I think um, what the patience piece is a lot of times you got to back away and you got to nourish and nurture yourself. And a lot of that for us is getting into our own individual relationship with God to then help us sustain us, right? For that long haul, because you can't, you will hit hit bottom and so you know you, there is a max i'll just put it that way and and i think that's what we don't want to admit is there is a maximum there is a minimum you're going to hit a a, a rock bottom so to speak mm-hmm. and and the thing is i think one one of the things is it's kind of like we'd rather start drilling holes in the floor than to deal with it <laughs> um yes that's a great one yes so it's really, really kind of crazy. But there is something um, that I did want to ask both of you. And it's kind of, I've noticed this over the years where, you know, it's kind of like everyone has this grand idea of what their future holds. And for for women, it's usually the, you know, I'm going to get married and I'm going to have this great ceremony and we know our whole entire wedding. And the funny thing is we never get past the altar. <laughs> we never get past the altar. And, and I right. think what the, the difference for me was my mom sat me down at one point and was like, okay, that's wonderful. But you do realize that after the beautiful ceremony and all the money is spent, um, the work begins next day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? I was like, no, but you know, you've got to. <laughs> and she's like, no, sweetie. The work begins because now you're working on your marriage. You're not just working toward getting to the altar and everybody seeing you in a beautiful dress. And so for me, that honestly changed my perspective. And believe it or not, I had this kind of weird, weird, my, my mom was kind of weird that way. Cause so I had this conversation <laughs> with her when I was like 12. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so it was like, we had this conversation. So I've always kind of had that. Well, not always, but you know, from that mm-hmm. point, I had that mindset of, okay, you know what? Work begins after you say I do. It's not just about the ceremony. Mm-hmm. But then I've noticed for guys, it's kind of like, you know, when you're dating them and they're like, uh, so yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to grow old and I'm going to travel the country on a motorcycle. And it's like, okay, but we're supposed to be getting into this relationship. Well, you can kind of come if you want, if not, you know. <laughs> so it's like, how, <laughs> how do we get past that? How do we get past the whole, you know, mm-hmm. seeing past what you actually want 
And someone actually had put it kind of profoundly, which I never thought of, is in other words, you create your own story and not having your significant other be a, a supporting character. Mm. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, I, I will speak from the men's side <laughs> and then I let Christina talk about it. Um, and, and it's interesting that you asked that question because this morning we, we had this conversation because I, I led, um, I led, uh, oops. This morning I led, uh, I'm sorry. Yesterday I led a, a men's, uh, retreat, a virtual retreat. And Christina and I were talking about men and especially Christian men. And one of the things that I'm observing and in, in, in going through my faith journey and being a husband is we, as men, we tend to be very passive mm. in the way we live our lives. We're not action oriented. We're not uh, taking initiative and taking ownership and being uh, a true disciple and taking our wives or significance other high up there. We, we just pass it. And we don't really pay attention to those things, right? I, I love how men, they have this men's groups and, and they, you know, complain about their relationship with their wives and be merry and this and that. And it's like they're putting this mask on and not really taking the mask on and say, hey, what, what is really happening in your right, marriage? Right, right. Mm. And, and, and start, start behaving like a man because I think a lot of the uh, teachings that we have been taught is we need to do the opposite as a woman, right? If a woman cries too much, my dad used to say, you don't cry. You don't do this. You don't do that. Right. And always looking into the opposite of a woman. That's not what being a Christian man is all about. Being a, a Christian man is really, really following Christ, right? Well, how Christ was, how Christ treated women when he was here on earth and the way he behaved towards other men. So I always tell men that jump into a marriage, hey, this is a, a union to be one with the creator. So you need to really plan and really dream together and building this up, right? And that's one of, going back to the exercise that I mentioned is, is that dreaming exercise to really come together is one. Christina and I would laugh all the time because we, we call each other pioneers because <laughs> we have done so many things, so much growth since we met that I, kept, I tell Christina, I say, hey, what do you think the... Um, the fifties are going to look like, and what about the sixties and what we're going to do when we're 70, right? We, we laugh because we have this vision that we put in together as, as one. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really important, I think what you're bringing or speaking to is the fantasy, right? Of the wedding. It's like that sort of fairy tale, like the whole honeymoon, you know, and I even am like vigilant around how I speak to my daughters. And we just recently had a conversation about this too, around the message they receive around that and how much importance that fantasy, because it is a fantasy. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a beautiful celebration. There's joy and there's a ton of beauty there, but it's one moment, right? And like you said, you're looking at the long haul or your mom kind of pointed it out to you. And 
there's a saying in our ministry that, you know, your wedding is a day and your marriage is a lifetime. And I think that's so key because we do need to dial down our expectations of what marriage is. And, and, and it is almost still, believe it or not, you think even with like somewhat rising divorce rates and now with millennials not getting married as much period, you would think people would be more open about it. Like, Hey, what's up? Like, why are people divorcing or why are they choosing not to get married? And I still think it's taboo. Like I still think there's a lot of shame for people to just be open about like, you know, we've crashed and burned, but we've, you know, we've risen and we figured it out as, as much as we could for now. And we just keep going, you know, we are a hot mess, but we just keep going. So, I mean, I, so that to me is, I think such an important part, like what you said earlier about the transparency, like I'm a huge fan of that because I think it just kind of lightens that load or that pressure that people not only feel to get married, right, or have that fantasy, but then that letdown of like, wait, what? This is not my life. Like, that's not what I'm feeling right now. Like, where is it? Exactly, exactly. And and there was something else because I, I talk with a lot of young people and one of the biggest things that I notice is the whole miscommunication, even in the starting out of a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a courtship, or whatever you want to call it. Um, because it seems like the guy has one idea of the way it's supposed to go, and the woman has another idea of the way it's supposed to go. And the, the crazy thing is, my friends and I have talked about this where we talk about how it seems like somewhere in the middle of people getting comfortable with each other, the rules change and no one talks about it because it's kind of like the guy may have initially wanted to date around and not kind of make this his girlfriend, but instead of saying, Hey, you know what? I'm, dating around, I'm not looking for a relationship. It's kind of like, well, you know, and the woman may say something and now it's like, I've heard the worst excuse and one of those is, well, you knew what it was from the beginning and it's like, Mm. uh, she wouldn't be asking if she knew what it was (laughs) from the beginning. So it's kind of like, how... Okay, because I know you guys deal with marriage, but how do you suggest that people just starting out start these conversations so that things like that don't get unsaid? So in other words, not that feelings won't get hurt, but in other words, you're communicating, hey, you know what, I'm kind of not really looking for a girlfriend, you know, I'm just looking to date and see what's out there. Yes, I. One of the uh, exercises we do in our pre-marriage retreats is uh, getting to know myself, and we talk about being honest. And I think I I call it uh, just putting the cards on the table, um, and, and and really teaching couples to do that to really set up the cards and the tables before you get into 
any type of relationship or any type of I think I'm dating her, but I don't think she's think that I'm dating her type of. Um, so we really ask, encourage couples to really say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for just this or that or and really have an, uh, an open conversation um, because we see so many couples like, oh, it's not time yet. Uh, let's give it more time. T time for what? Time is something that you're going to, you know, you're not going to gain back. But we see so many couples or we see couples saying, oh, he will change. She will change. And I'm like, ah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, right? Don't... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what it is, is we're expecting like, oh my gosh, I'm such an amazing person. And because I'm an amazing person, they're going to change into exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. Not a magic. Trick. Nope. No. And I think, you know, I always chuckle because when Javi and I met, um, we were, we were, um, it was basically an arranged blind date, which feels like really old school now. Right. Cause it like, it wasn't, it, this was, on, it wasn't totally pre online dating, but it was like, that was pretty early on at that point. Right. And, um, not the like mega kingdom, virtual kingdom right now it is. But in any case, um, we each had good friends. I was friends with Sheila, um, for many years through work and um, Javi was really good friends with her husband and his name, Louis, he's Luis. And Luis and Javi were like best friends um, in middle school. Javi's originally from Spain. And so Luis was like his first American friend. Um, but in any case, they're really tight. And so they both suggested that we meet each other. And this was going to happen for a couple of years, but we were never available or whatever. Javi was traveling didn't work out. And so finally, when it was a possibility, they both were like, you need to meet. Okay. And, and I would always share my sob stories, my dating, like nightmares or whatever with Sheila. And she's like, no, 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 no. I think you need to meet Javier. Long story longer or long story shorter. Um, basically what happened was we, we met and we did have chemistry. We did hit it off. We both have a very similar sense of humor, irreverent, um, borderlining on sarcasm. And so we clicked right away, but Javi, we, you know, this was in our early thirties. We didn't meet early on and we both were educated, had our own lives and traveled, do our, did our own thing. And when we met Javi, basically in his way, which was very playful and charming, but he interviewed me. It was like straight up, like, so do you have any ex-boyfriends phone numbers in your phone right now? Like he just put it out all on the table. And so what I did, and a lot of people were like, well, didn't that turn you off or weren't you intimidating? I said, no, I thought it was fabulous because I just turned it around and asked him the same question. You know what I'm saying? Like it was almost like permission to be so open. So I do think that is key is trying to recognize it's okay to not play the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to just be yourself and put yourself, your wants, your needs, your beliefs out there. And it's nothing personal, but that's what's so tough, right? About dating and relationships is because it gets personal quite quickly. And you want to make sure that you know what you're headed into beforehand. Right. Wow. You guys are awesome. Hmm. You guys You're are so kind. Awesome. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's one of those things of, I could picture the whole, like, you know, how they say, you know, the Sears, like, kind of, you know, 
the picture with the frame like that is so you guys but in order in other words to me i i find it so awesome that you're so candid and so real with hey what you're seeing now is us working on each other and together and ourselves and our family it wasn't just hey you know this is for the gram this is for the book this is for snapchat look at us on twitter aren't we taking an amazing vacation and guess what one day you'll get there too so yeah, yeah i i, no, I, no, I no. love you. you guys are awesome you guys are so awesome so do me a favor tell everyone where they can find you where they can find one of your amazing retreats and especially where they can get your awesome book so we our book um we're really excited to you depending on what your preference is you well it's on amazon so you just go right on there boundless love the um boundless love healing your marriage before it begins and you can get paperback you can get um, an electronic Kindle version, or you can get an audio version, which is relatively new. And we love our audio version. So we highly recommend if you're like a walker or you have a long commute, super cool. Um, and then we do have a YouTube live. We have a YouTube channel under boundless love as well as a Facebook live. So it's a combo every Friday evening. If you can't make the time, you can always catch it because it's recorded and up there but it's called Cafecito for Two. And we interview, you know, we interview other couples who are real and transparent and faith-based and talk about um, how to give each other hope, right? And whatever lessons and challenges we're facing, it's just very, very open and fun. And that's every Friday. And then Javi, do you want to talk about our fabulous website? Sure. And and they can they can get information about uh, the other services that we provide uh, on www.bondlesslove.us. And we are a nonprofit ministry. So everything that we do is for his name. Mm-hmm. We decided to do it, to go in that path because we really want to help other couples that either they're struggling or at the same time they want to what i call make a high performing marriage right Mm -hmm. because i believe that the power too is essential uh for for a marriage and you can do so many things when you are on the same page i think i think oh yeah a lot of a lot of gifts that god has for you so you know, balancelot.us, we're there for you. And, yeah, and we have and some free free stuff on there too. There yeah, well. so please check it out. Help yourself. See, guys, they're giving away stuff. They're, they're, they're talking one of my favorite languages. You know, everybody has love. Freeness. And one, one, one of my favorite languages is free. Keep telling yes. people I am fluent in free Spanish and sarcasm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> but... Guys, thank you for coming on. And if you guys want to come on again, I mean, I'm sitting here. There were times when I honestly had goosebumps just listening to the two of you. And I honestly have to say thank you both for doing this and doing it together. And one, deciding to heal your marriage. And then two, just bringing it to the rest of us. Oh, thank you. It's our pleasure. 
This is the treat. We love hanging out with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So guys, all of their information will be in the show notes so you will not miss anything. Check out their free stuff, check out their YouTube, check out the website, and check out the book because the book is interactive, guys. You get to write notes and make notes to yourself and for yourself and you know, it's really, really cool. So, yeah. So it has been a joy having both of you. Again, thank you so, so thank much. You. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Oh my gosh. Thank you again to Christina and Javier. This was so amazing. Didn't they give us some great gems, guys? Oh my gosh. You can find all of their information in the show notes. And make sure you check out their book, Boundless Love, and go to their website and check out their YouTube, Cafecito for Two. So, as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is Dee Watkins, host of the Unfiltered Views podcast. You are now tuned in to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen.